You're listening to a podcast from Victory Alabang. The gospel resulted in the birth and growth of the church. Learn more on this message by Pastor Rain Tatlonghari. We are starting a brand new series entitled Enak. Yan. Enak kasi, Enak is a Greek, came from a Greek word. No, no, I'm just kidding. Enak is a play of words, really. Uh, E-N is really every nation. Victory, victory is under a bigger umbrella, a bigger organization and called Every Nation. And um, this is the mission statement of Every Nation that is to honor God by establishing Christ-centered, spirit-empowered, socially responsible churches and campus ministries in Every Nation. So what does Every Nation do? Well, we do church plans and campus ministry. How do we do it? Christ-centered spirit-empowered, and socially responsible. So that's the E-N part of ENAC. The next part is really the book of Acts. Ayan. Uh, ENAC series is also our Bible series. It is our book series. Uh, the book of Acts is written by Luke. It is his second volume. Of course, the first volume is the Gospel of Luke where he records uh, everything that Jesus began to do. The book of Acts now, uh, Luke records everything that Jesus continues to do through his church and through the power of the Holy Spirit. The book of Acts shows how the church grew from the isolated city of Jerusalem to the mainstream uh, metropolis of Rome through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why it says in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, and it says, But you will receive power. Can you say that with me? Say, power. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When, when Jesus spoke this to his disciples, he's not talking or not saying this to individuals, but he's talking, he's saying this to his church, to each and every uh, part of his body, the body of Christ. He's saying, you will be a witness. For the next few weeks, including today, we will see the unfolding of God's commission to His church as we bring light, as the church brings light to the gospel, the community, campuses, and every nation of this world. It's going to be a six-part series, so medyo mahaba-haba po siya. Six parts. Uh, first week, or this week, we'll be talking about the church. Week two, we will be talking about compassion. Week three and four on campus. And week uh, five and six on nations. Series objective for an act is at the end of this series, our people will grasp and be inspired. Can you look at the person beside you? Mukabang may inspire then. Yes, of course. <laughs> and be inspired to actively participate in every nation mission. Alright, are you ready to start? Are you ready to go? Really? Okay, before we do that, let's um let's have a, a simple exercise, alright? Play a little game. I'll be flashing, I'll be showing um, logo of companies and you tell me what this company stands for or stands for or what is it known for. Alright? Ready? Okay, here we go. In number one, de- so easy. What is it known for? Coffee. Wow, wow. What do you order? What do you order at Starbucks? What's your favorite coffee? <laughs> Talaga? Ako, ano? Dark mocha. Yeah. Right? Dark mocha? 
Alright. Next, ito. Watch. Expensive. Right? I don't have a Rolex. I have a uh, Lorex. Yan, galing sa ano. But, this, the, next, the next thing is this. Um, I'm, I'm not sure kung sino makakakuha, but let's see. You know what this is? Huh? Bike. Italian bike. Italian bike parts. Sinelli. Alright, one more, one more. Actually, 100 ito. Pero one more, one more. Here we go. From this, from this side, ah, from this side. This one. Cars. What kind of, what kind of car? What's your favorite Audi car? A6? Yung iba, R8? Oh, baka may naka-R8 dyan sa baba. Alright. This one. Tires, right? Okay, next one. And what is it known for? Prayer? Worship? The body of Christ? Today as we start this series, we will take a look at the church and Jesus' original intention and design when He started it. Last week's series was Past Perfect. And who among you uh, were here for the Past Perfect series? Everyone show of hands? Yeah, did you enjoy that series? Talks about the gospel, right? Talks about, uh, it's four weeks of gospel. It's four weeks of what Jesus did for us. That's past perfect. This series enact is what Jesus is continually doing through us. Enact. So, week one, the church. The question is, what is the church? What is the purpose of the church? What is the original design of the church as seen in the book of Acts? We know that the church is not just a building. Because if we say you're part of the church, and if it's a building, then you're part of the building. You're, we're not part of uh, Victory Alabang meets in two locations, one in Festival Mall, and of course here in Akasha Hotel. If you say you're part of the church of Victory Alabang, it doesn't mean that you're part of the Festival Mall building, right? Or part of the Akasha Hotel building. So it's not a building. The church is also not a worship service. This particular worship service schedule ends by 5 o'clock. So when the worship service ends by five, does it mean that you are no longer the church or a church? The church is not even a pastor or the staff. That means if we uh, stop the ministry or stop becoming part of the ministry or resign from becoming part of the staff, does it mean that we're not the church anymore? The Greek translation for church is ecclesia, meaning called out or called, called out once. Ecclesia or Ecclesia, and this is where Inglesia came from. No? Ecclesia, called out. Can you say with me, called out? First Peter chapter 2, verse 9 to 10 says this, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out, of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are a people, you are God's people. Once you have not received mercy, now you have received mercy. Called out, called out of darkness. Received mercy. God's people. Now we are the people of the Lord. The church are the called out ones. The church are the people of the Lord. Can you look at the person beside you and just say, God is good. 
Another translation of church is the gathering or the assembly. The Greek word church means gathering or assembly. The church is the gathering or the assembly of the people of the Lord, the people of God. Would you join with me now as we read our main text for this particular topic found in Acts chapter 2, verse 38 to 47. Can I also invite you to stand to give reverence to the Word of God? Acts chapter 2, verse 38. And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children, and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. Verse 40, And with many other words, he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. So those who received his word were baptized, and there were added that day about 3,000 souls. Verse 42, And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship and the breaking of bread and prayers. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you, Lord God. Lord, we ask that you bless the preaching of your word. We ask that you speak to our hearts. And we pray for your Holy Spirit to continue to move in the midst of your people. And let it be for the glory and honor of your wonderful name. And this we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. When I showed the, the different pictures, we easily uh, uh, gave answers to what it stands for. No, Star- Starbucks coffee, yung Audi, it's a car, Rolex, it's a watch. Pagating dun sa church, parang di natin alam, no? Well, we, we can't uh, easily say what it stands for. Given that there are many ideas about the church today, today, from this passage of scriptures, we will be looking at, we can see three things that the true church both then and now, uh, it's been doing or it's been known for. Number one, the church is known because they gather. Say with me, they gather. The church started from the preaching of the gospel. Let's read again in verse 38 and 41. It says there, And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. So those who received his word were baptized, and they were added that day about 3,000 souls. 3,000 were added. Added to where? Added to what? Added to the gathering. Added to the number of people who received forgiveness from, this, from, from their sins. Added uh, 3,000 were added uh, to, the, to the people of the Lord, the number of the people of the Lord. And the question is, why were they added? Well, because they repented. Why did they repent? Well, because they were convicted of their sins. Why were they convicted of their sins? It's because of the preaching of the word. It is because of the gospel. That is why people are added to the church. It's because of the preaching of the gospel. The, the beginning part of Acts chapter 2 begins with a story where all the disciples were gathered in the upper room, about 120 of them. You're familiar with the story, the day of Pentecost? And so they were gathered in the upper room, about 120. Then suddenly, these are one of the suddenlies of God. God suddenly appears. Suddenly, 
a, a strong rushing wind came into that room and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit, like, like tongues of fire, abided and remained on each one of them. And according to Scripture, they began to speak in tongues. And this was the amazement of all the people. And they say, what, what is happening? The people in, in Jerusalem, they're saying, what, what's happening? These guys are drunk. And Peter stood up with boldness from the Holy Spirit. He says, we are not drunk as you suppose. We are filled with the Holy Ghost. And he started to preach. He started to preach the gospel. And we find this now in uh, verse 36 to 37. This is Peter saying, Let all the house of Israel therefore know, know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you have crucified. Upon hearing this, verse 37, Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart. And they said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? They were convicted of their sins. They're asking, what shall we do? And that's why we return. Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized. This is what you do. Repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins. It is because of the gospel message they receive conviction of their sins. They ask for forgiveness. They receive mercy. And they were added to the church. 300 of them. It is because of the gospel and only because of the gospel. Amen? It's not because they wanted to join a club. They wanted to be part of the church. Or it's not because it was something popular for them to, to, to do at that time. No, it is because of the gospel and how the gospel affected them. They were compelled to gather. They gathered. Amen? So are you happy that we are here this afternoon? We gather in the name of Jesus. Amen? But the thing is, it is the gospel that causes a person to be added to the church. What is the gospel? Ano nga ba ang gospel? What is it? So we ask the question, what is the gospel? Dr. Rice Brooks, one of our founders, uh, the founders of our movement, um, he summarized the gospel in his definition based on what the Bible says. Dr. Rice Brooks is also the author of God's Not Dead, uh, the book that uh, became a movie, and also the God Test. This is what uh, Dr. Rice uh, says about the gospel. Can you read with me, everybody? Let's read. The gospel is the good news that God became man in Jesus Christ. He lived the life that we should have lived and He died the death that we should have died. In our, pray, in our place, three days later, He rose from the dead, proving He is the Son of God and offering the gift of salvation and forgiveness of sins to anyone who repents and believes in Him. That's the gospel. Good news. God became man. Man could not reach out to God. Man cannot reach to God, but God reached down to man by, by God becoming man. And this Jesus, who is God, He lived the life that we cannot live and He died the death that we should have died. He took our place. And upon that cross, again, there was a divine exchange. He took our sins and He gave us His righteousness. 
But he did not remain on the cross. After three days, he rose again, proving that he is the Son of God. Because he is the Son of God, he has authority to give the free gift of salvation and also the forgiveness of sins to anyone who repents and believes in him. Did you receive the gospel? Did you receive the message of the gospel in your heart? Praise God. Amen. Can somebody give God praise? Thank you, Lord. It is because of the gospel that we are added to His church. It is because of the gospel that they gathered. It is because of the gospel that's why we are here right now. It is because of the gospel why we gather now. But the thing is, the early church, Acts chapter 2 church, did not just gather. Hindi lang yung attendance present. I'm here present. It's not just gathering. But they shared lives. Let's read in Acts chapter 2, verse 44 to 45. Everybody, let's read all together. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. Day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts. They attended church on a Sunday. They attended the temple together, but they're also meeting in the homes. They're meeting every day, and they're not just attending, meeting, gathering. I'm present, I'm present. It's not just that. They were sharing, and they were sharing lives. There was a lot of one anothering. Pakisabing one anothering. Yeah, one anothering. That means they pray for one another, they, for, they encourage one another, they help one another, they serve one another, they confess to one another, they loved one another. There's a lot of one anothering. It was many parts, but one body. When one body, one part of the body suffered, the whole body suffered. When one part uh, is honored, the whole body honored. There was one anothering, sharing of lives. Acts chapter 2. Just last uh, April, my wife, Jenny, had a medical emergency. We rushed her. I rushed her to the hospital. She had a, a ruptured brain aneurysm. When we got to the hospital, the doctor said that she was already hydrocephalus with blood. Nasa ER kami. We were at the ER uh, 3 a.m. in the morning, Makati Med. And um, the doctor said that, of course, it's not, it's not good. Had to do two operations. Number one, we need to clamp down on the aneurysm right away. Immediate brain surgery. As a husband, you, you hear these words out of the blue. We were at relaxed mode and all of a sudden survival mode. Brain aneurysm, brain surgery. And then the doctor goes, after we clamp down on the brain aneurysm, uh, we'll have to do another procedure that is to drain all the blood uh, from her head because she has uh, hydrocephalus. And uh, I was de- devastated. I was... I got scared. I worried, of course. Don't know what to do. Early morning, Saturday. Saturday, around uh, 10 o'clock, 10 a.m., she was wheeled to the operating room and uh, I was just waiting for her. Um... At that time, most of our pastors in Victoria Labang, they were out of town because it was uh, me and my dad camp. 
sa bangkong kahoy so uh, wala sila most of them are, are 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 not in metro manila and mahirap daw makarating ng signal um, sa kanila but the moment uh, the moment they received the news it was saturday around five o'clock i was just alone just waiting for jenny to come out of the operating room and uh all of a sudden, I see Pastor Ariel and uh, uh, Pastor Saul. They they skip one day uh, of that me and my dad camp just to come down to uh, Makati Med and, and be with me. And so when I saw them, I was encouraged. I was strengthened, and I say thank you for being for being here because I really needed you. And of course, friends came down. Um, DJ and Zoe were there, and uh, some of my friends here uh, provided comfort, much-needed comfort. Um, and so when Pastor Ariel and Pastor Saul came, inaabangan ko, I was anticipating that they were going to ask me, how am I? Are you okay? But the first thing that came out of their mouth was, kumain ka na ba? <laughs> Have you eaten? So I go, no, hindi pa. I haven't eaten. O, lika, uh, kain mo na tayo. Libre ka namin yan, no? sa Burger King. So I go, Hmm. Uh, I guess they were trying to distract me. I guess they're trying to uh, remove my attention, remove my worry. So we were down at, at the Burger King of Makati Med, and uh, we were eating those whoppers, diba? So come on, uh, it's five o'clock. I haven't had lunch, so we were eating the whopper uh, wa- uh, burgers in between bites. Pastor Ariel asked me, "So Rain, how are you?" I began to tear up. Began to began to cry in between bites of Burger King. As I, do th- as I did that, Pastor Ariel began tearing up. Pastor Saul began tearing up. The next table was looking at us and they're saying, what are you guys ordering? What do you guys order? Bakit you're tearing up? And so, but uh, that was one anothering. Amen? We were not alone. We have friends. We have the church. We stayed for uh, a month in Makati Med, but the difficult days were, the first five days we were in ICU. We were not getting enough sleep. We were not sleeping, anyways, at all. Not sleeping at all. Uh, we're awake 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Jenny's awake because of the pain. Pain meds are not enough. So we're awake. I was with her. 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 a.m. And she would say, it's easy to feel that you are alone. It's easy to feel discouraged during that time. Do they still remember us? We're still here? Of course. And then somebody would text and go, Bro, we're here. We're praying for you. And I would show her, See, somebody's praying for us. Somebody's still here. Uh, they remember us. We're not alone. We're not alone. The church is with us. And so I really give God praise. I really thank God for, for, for the church. And see, the church is more than just the Sunday service. It's really lives being shared. It's really one anothering. Helping one another, praying for one another, another serving one another, encouraging one another. And I would like to thank my friends. Thank you so much for all your help and encouragement. It really means a lot to us. Thank you so much. John 13, verse 34 to 35 says this, A new command I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this, all people will know 
that you are my disciples if you have loved one another. Jesus commands his church to gather, commands his church, commands his church to love one another, to support each other, to pray for one another. I want to take this time again to, to thank all of you who prayed for us or are still praying for us. My wife is in, uh, we're out of the hospital. She's been recovering. Paunti-unti lang. Pumapasyal na kami sa mall, nakapasyal na kami sa office. You know, paunti-unti lang. She's gaining her strength. Uh, and, and praise God, and we're belie- believing for uh, full recovery. And thank you for your help and prayers. Thank you so much for, for the food. But again, this is the church. When they gather, they grow in love for one another. Are you glad that you're in church this afternoon? Praise God. Let's give God praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This brings me to the second point, they grow. First, they gather. Next, they grow. The church is a community. Can you say with me, community? Community of believers helping each other grow. Helping each other to mature in the faith. When we, um, when we were born, we were placed in a home where we, are, where we can be nurtured and where we can mature. When you got born again, you are also placed in a home. Where you can be, when we can, when we can mature and be nurtured and mature. Acts chapter 2, verse 42 says this. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayers. To prayers. This passage speaks of the importance of growing together. Say with me, together. Together as a church. Luke chapter 10 verse 27 says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. We grow in love for God. Our love for God needs to grow. And our love for one another needs to grow. We need to grow. Amen? Look at the person beside you and say, I need to grow. And say, you need to grow. <laughs> we need to grow in faith, in relationship with God, and with others. Discipleship. Say with me, discipleship. It's only through discipleship that we mature to Christ-likeness. There is no other way. There is no other way but through discipleship. We grow by being discipled and by Making disciples. Amen? Here in Victory, we always say that we exist for two reasons and two reasons only. That is to honor God and to make disciples. We do this Sunday in, Sunday out, year in, year out for 31 years. That is to honor God and make disciples. The main avenue for discipleship in Victory is the Victory Groups. The Victory Groups. Someone spoke to one of our apostolic leaders. I won't say his name, but he spoke to our apostolic leader and he says, you know what? Your Sunday services in victory is shallow. You only meet one and a half hours. You know, in our church, we meet for four hours. Wow. And uh, our apostolic leader uh, I was surprised with his uh, reply. And he says, you know what? You are right. 
your Sunday service is far better than our Sunday service. We're not even close to the top three or top five. And he goes on by saying, but you see, victory is not just founded on a Sunday service event. But on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, victory groups. Amen? Discipleship groups. It's about relationship. Amen? It's about relationship, not just a Sunday service. I'm taking this time to encourage everybody. Please be part of a victory group. If you are blessed by attending the Sunday service, and we have excellent Sunday service, amen? If you're only attending the Sunday service and you're not being part of a victory group, you're missing a lot of blessing that God has in store for you. Please be part of a victory group, all right? Okay, the victory group, and also we also have our victory journey. Uh, uh, sorry, discipleship journey. This is part of our discipleship culture. We engage culture and community, establish people uh, uh, in, in foundation of biblical truth. We equip them because we believe every member is a minister. Look at the person beside you. Say, God can use you, and God can do amazing things through you. Engage, establish, equip, and empower people to go and make disciples. We have a disciple, a very strong discipleship culture here in Victory. And that is the Victory Groups and our discipleship journey. Just two weeks back, we had two pastors together with four of their leaders. They flew all the way to be with us here in Victory, Alabang. They paid airfare. They paid hotel costs just for them to be here and to learn about discipleship. That's August. This coming September, we are anticipating pastors and they'll be coming here again to learn about discipleship. They pay airfare. They pay hotel just to know about discipleship. We need to appreciate what we have here. Hindi na po tayo magta-travel, hindi na po tayo sasakay ng airplano, hindi na po tayo magsistay sa hotel. It's just here. We have discipleship classes ongoing all year long. You see the uh, announcement each time. It's going to be Victory Weekend. It's going to be Foundation for Victory. It's going to be Making Disciples. Please, I'm encouraging you. The only way to grow, the only way to mature is through discipleship. Don't miss out. Amen? God has a wonderful, amazing things for each and every one of you. The apostles' teachings in Acts chapter 2, 42 does not only talk about uh, the spiritual welfare of the believers, but also our calling and mission to reach out to the world with the love of God. It's the work of Jesus through us, the work of Jesus through the church. That brings me to my third point. They gather, they grow, and they go. The church is commissioned. Say with me, commissioned. The church is commissioned to proclaim the good news. Acts 1.8 says, but you will receive power. Again, say with me, power. More powerful than that. Ready? Go. Power. power. More powerful than that. Let's go. Power. Power translated in this particular verse in Greek is dynamite power. 
Do not miss power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses. You will receive power. This is divine enablement, divine empowerment from the Holy Spirit. And it will cause us, each and every one of us, to be a powerful witness in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Jerusalem, these are the people close to us. Our families, our relatives, for us to be a witness to them, a witness of what Jesus has done for us, a testimony of how good God is, testimony of His forgiveness, of His love, of His grace. He gives us power to be a witness to our Jerusalem, our families, next to Judea. These are our friends, people in our neighborhood. The Lord would give us power to be a testimony, to witness to them. Next is Samaria. You know what? The Jews didn't like to go to Samaria. These are the people that they don't want to uh, be associated with. Are there people in your life that you don't like? You see, God would even give us power to witness to them and to share to them the love of Jesus. This could be your office mates. This could be your uh, uh, um, people that you meet every day. Some of them you like, some of them you don't like. But see, God will give you the power to to minister the, the, the gospel to them and to the ends of the earth. We are commissioned to bring the light of the gospel to our community campuses, and the nations of the world. We are authorized, deputized by God. Matthew chapter 28 also says the same thing. Verse 18 to 20 says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. That's where we get the name. Uh, that's where we patterned our, our movement called Every Nation. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to observe all I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of age. Pastor Chico stood up here just a while ago. He, he exhorted us with God's word right after worship. That word was so powerful. Are you blessed? Amen. And that word says, I am with you. It was spoken from the, uh, the book of Joshua, the Old Testament, and even up to the New Testament, this is what God is saying to each and every one of us. I am with you. Preach the word. Reach out to the nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach them to obey. And I will be with you. That is the call of the church. You see, it takes a disciple to disciple a disciple. Can you say that with me? It takes a disciple to disciple a disciple. God calls us to gather. God calls us to grow And God calls us to go. We are blessed for a reason. We are blessed to be a blessing. This will be my main point. And can I ask our our music team to join me up here? It is because of the gospel that we gather. It is because of the gospel that we grow. It is because of the gospel that we go. Just a while ago, uh, we played a simple game. 
I showed some pictures and you told me what uh, this picture represents or what is it known for. Now, there's one more picture I'd like to show and you tell me what this represents or what this particular picture is known for. Alright? Once you know the answer, I'd like you to be bold and I'd like you to shout. Is that okay? Ready? Here we go. What is it known for? To honor God and to make disciples. Amen? That is what it's known for. And uh, I pray that as we realize that it is God who has placed us here. He gathered us to Himself. It's not by accident why we are here. God placed us here. And God placed us here for a purpose. And that is the purpose to honor Him. And part of this church movement, we say, we honor God and we make disciples. That is what we're here for. Like to end with this verse before we worship. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10 says this So that through the church, in fact, let's read this all together. Every single one of us. Let's read this together. Ready? One, two, go. So that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known. That is through His church. Can I invite you to stand? Let's just pray. Father, thank you for for what you have done. Lord, you paved the way for each and every one of us so that we are able to come. Lord, on that cross, you were rejected. On that cross, you cried out, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You took our place. You were forsaken so that we may be accepted. Lord, on that cross, you took our sins and you gave us, Lord God, your mercy. You have included us to be part of your family. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your church. Thank you for your love. Thank you, Lord, for each and every one. Right now, God has so much for each and every one of us. And it is God's will for us to be part of what He has for us, not just to attend Sunday service, but to be really part of the church in what He is doing. I want to pray for you. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, I pray that you continue to speak to our hearts, to hearts each and every one of us, Lord, that we'll continue to live life giving glory unto you. Father, I pray that each and every one of us, Lord, would just experience the fullness of life that you have to offer to each and every one, Lord. Father, thank you, Lord. And Lord, you said you will build your church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Lord, release a blessing to your church right now, to your people. Father God, we give you glory. We bless you. We honor you and we thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Let us worship the Lord. Amen. Let's give Him praise. We hope you were inspired by that message. 
Listen to more podcasts from our website at www.victoryalabang.org and in Victory Alabang app. Thank you and stay connected.